Della Vadova. Prigioni with the steal. Paul's trying to beat him off the dribble. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Priggy Smalls Pod. I'm one of the co-hosts, Steve Thomas, and I'm with my other co-host, Loka Dabiru. Sir, what's going on? Um, opening a yogurt. I mean, I, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking generally. No, I'm doing pretty on. good. How about you? Yeah, I've been all right. You know, same shit, different day. We're just trying to go through. Nice. Uh, Nick yeah. Nick is on vacation. What's up? Nick is on vacation. Yeah, yeah. Our other co-host is on vacation. Shout out to him. Uh, yeah, he's, I think he's with his girl there. And what is it? The Caribbean, so I think. He said for ES a lot. Hopefully, we'll have him next week. Uh, yeah. So today on the dog, we were talking about, we had mentioned uh, maybe, what was it? Two weeks ago, we had our pod about Nick's purgatory. Yeah, we did. I saw that. So we wanted to follow that up with more so like a general overview of like of the teams in the NBA that find themselves in uh, a position where like they're too good. They're too good to tank, but they're not good enough to uh, they're not they're not uh, they're too good enough. They're too good to tank and not good enough to contend. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess we have uh I'll let you lead for the uh, our number one team, the Sacramento Kings, man. Oh boy, um, yeah, they they make they still don't make sense to me. Um, there's no wing yet again, and I don't know if they're planning on drafting one. If they even had their pick, right? They had their pick. Yeah, they had their pick. They had their pick. They had their pick. All right. Um, I would hope for them. I'm like, you know, who is a good fit for them in this draft? Jabari Smith, mm. but. I highly doubt they're going to get the second pick in the draft. Yeah. Or the first or third. So, because they really need spacing and they need like oh, a legitimate three who can play defense. I think Davion Mitchell is going to be a good defensive anchor for them, but I don't think he should be the um, only answer. I think like they should get a defensive minded center and a, a three and D wing. I think that can fill their rollout more. But dude, Sacramento is just the last like God knows how many years have just been so pathetic. Like they've had cousins and Rondo and Rudy Gay, and they still couldn't make the playoffs that one year. Yeah, it gets definitely gets upsetting with them because, like, um, with this team, like I understand the Sabonis move, like in terms of trying to make the playoffs, but I still think they needed to do more. Like, I definitely agree. They definitely needed a guy who could play the wing. And I was just noticing the numbers. I was I was trying to pay attention to like when. Sacramento was playing the Denver Nuggets, and I was looking at the minutes. I was like, why the fuck is DiVincenzo not starting? Like, I don't understand why that's not the case. Like, he's better than whoever you're playing at the at the two. I think they were they playing play Davion, don't they? No, they were playing Justin Holiday. Oh my god. <laughs> and I like Justin that's Holiday. That's the type of shit I'm talking about right there. They were starting Justin Holiday and Mo Harkless. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, put Holiday at the three, if anything, first yeah. of all. Yeah, exactly. I don't. He's a he's a serviceable three. Like that's what he can do. Like he does every he he'll play some defense, space out the floor, attack a closeout. He does the basic things that you want a role player to do in that position. But the fact that they start like Harkless, I'm like, come on, man. Like I'm I'm out here for St. John's finest, but like, come on now. (laughs) They're start yeah. Their starting lineup is Fox, Holiday, Barnes, Harkless at the four, and Sabonis, and then you have. Sean Holmes, Trey Lyles, Jeremy Lamb, DiVincenzo, and Mitchell on the bench. Yeah, I like I where is Terrence Day? Why is Terrence Davis your fourth string point guard? And that's it in the rotation. I don't know. And like Jeremy Lamb and Trey Lyles are getting like legit minutes. Lamb's cool, but come on now. Like, let's like those guys you are have, bench like, players. You have dudes. Like, why are like they have Alex Len is there too? Yeah, Chimesi Mitchell, whatever, but like. Mento actually gets some good minutes. Every time I see Mento, he's always hitting like a clutch three. Granted, it is against the Lakers, but <laughs> dude, I don't, but like, this is what I don't get. Like, he he's actually playing good this season. As much as I shit on him, he's having a good year. But why is he your fourth string power forward all of a sudden? Um, like, why did Trey Lyles get upgraded when he had like a barely good year in Detroit? I hate Trey Lyles. He's not that good. I had him in fantasy and he was like, he put up points in Detroit, but that's it because there's no one else to score. I was playing. Uh, I, I, I was playing my career, and they shipped me into Detroit, bro. 
Oh, it's so That's why old. you hate Trey Lyles. <laughs> yeah, because like because <laughs> of my uh, career. Because <laughs> I'm like trying to play pick and roll, and this guy doesn't. He's like one of the worst <laughs> role men in the league. I was like, what do you do? Get better at running 2K, not Trey Lyles. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking garbage. I mean, man. he just had a he just had a good game. Not gonna lie, 24 points against the Thunder, but still, it's like. This dude is what? He's 26 years old. Like, give your young guys minutes at this point. You're not winning. Yeah. And they, I, they have Josh Jackson. I, didn't, I just realized that. Oh, no. Josh Jackson's like a used condom. Anywhere he goes, he's like a, the, he's like a theoretical guy. <laughs> I, like, is Josh you can Jackson play him, good? though. You're not winning anything. They're the, what, the 12th seed in the in the um, West. Like, you, you're not going to win. You might as well play him. I just don't understand why they just don't start. <laughs> like, DiVincenzo could eat, gives you. Yeah, he should start. Like, he was putting like I saw his his stats. He was doing better than fucking uh, Mo Harkless. Like I like Mo, but like no, you know, like it's just no, yeah, dude. Last year when the Bucks were like killing it in the regular season, like Divincenzo was a huge part of that until he got injured. Yeah, so, I mean, he's has like he has experience, and I think he had what like 11, 12 points last year when he played like a ten. All right, but still, like he can he can give you some quality minutes, some good points. At least give him minutes off the bench. I mean, like, well, he's going like, off how, the how bench, minutes? but like, he's worthy of the start. That's what I'm trying to like. I, I'm not trying to like. That's what I'm trying to understand. Like, why is he not starting? Is it because they're worried about? Like, the only thing I could think of is that maybe they're worried about his like because he just came back from injury, maybe like a month or so ago, and like they're trying to ramp him up more and more. But like, he's too good for him them to. To keep on the bench, like he was part of that starting that starting lineup of the Bucks, as you said. Like he's too good enough. He's too good to keep on the bench. He's not. I, like don't, I don't see a world where Justin Holiday gets more minutes than Divincenzo. Agree. I think they like if you played them together. Like if you played Fox. Like I think if you played Fox, um, Divincenzo, Holiday, Barnes, it's a bonus. I think you have. I mean, granted, the team isn't that great. Like the. Defensively, I guess, like maybe from the perimeter, they're good, like they're passable, they're not as like great as like maybe you would think of like as Chicago, but like they have a similar model to it. No, and and uh, to go along with that, like I'm just looking at the stats here against the, their last game against the Thunder. Um, Holiday had uh, in 25 minutes, he had three points, one of six shooting, one of six from three, two rebounds, and an assist. And even Chenzo in 22 minutes had 14 points on four or six from three. Yeah, this shit doesn't make like, fucking sense. Yeah, like he he's clearly a better. Sh- I mean, if you want to put Holiday the three, that's fine. But like, because uh, Holiday can't, he can't shoot when he's wide open. He's not really known for being a terrible shooter. But like, um, what's his name? Like Harkless is not going to give you threes. He's more. He's a bench player at this point. You know, like he's like, it's like Egodala almost. You know, like he can give you some. Like when you need him to defend a star, he he might be able to on occasion. He's not gonna like lock down um, the guy, the number one guy like he used to consistently. But like Divincenzo is a young dude; he's only twenty five, and he's he's a really good shooter. I mean, he he's one of the Milwaukee's better shooters when um, last season. So, and the one of the Kings' biggest problems spacing. So I don't know why they don't like play him at at the at the starting spot, or at least give him more than twenty two minutes. Yeah, I definitely agree. They, I think that they have to figure that out. They have to figure – I just don't understand then, like, I'm trying to see it. I'm trying I'm trying hard to see it from their vantage point of why they started, like, why get rid of Halburn. Okay, like, there's too many guards. And I understand, like, uh, Fox tanked his value, and the only way you were going to get some bonus is if you gave up Halburn. In some world, that makes sense to me. But if that was the case, why is Davion not getting enough or minutes? Or why is he not getting enough minutes to start with Fox if that was going to be the case? Or two, like, why if, – if this is the case, like, if you're going to keep Fox, what was the point of drafting Mitchell? Yeah, I, I they they easily could have gotten, like, Moody or some wing at that. Yeah, at that like, pick. Moody would have made so much fucking sense. Was Franz available at that pick too? No, he oh, went the pick, right? he went the pick right before. Oh man, he would have been beautiful on that. Yeah, team. he would have been but, um, so good for that team. I'm looking at the draft again because I'm curious who yeah. they passed up on because they passed up on a lot of guys like um, the Kaminga. Oh wait, no, can have they? No, no Kaminga. Kaminga went later, right? Kaminga was seventh actually. 
which was late for him, but like, yeah. Uh, I mean, Zaire Williams was there. I don't know. Chris Duarte was there. Duarte would have made so he much sense. could have taken him. Corey yeah. Kispert would have been great for them. He can shoot and he can catch and shoot. Um, I mean, everyone else kind of fell later. Like, I don't know. Cam Thomas, 27. Jesus. But, yeah, I mean, either way, there were options they could have taken at, with that pick. And, like, yeah. I remember um, the year before, they took, like, Halliburton over – who was it? Oh no no! I take it back. I I was I wanted the Kings to take Vassell, but then the Spurs took him right before because they also needed a three and D wing, and then Halliburton was taken. Which actually that makes sense at that point. But either way, it's just like they have. They're making like picks that aren't. They're not the worst picks. Like they're not. It's not as stupid. Like drafting Davion isn't the isn't like absolutely like stupid, right? Because like he does kind of fit. Like, at least with Halliburton, he fits. Well, at, at the time, he fit with yeah. Halliburton, so you can kind of see it. But, like, if you trade Halliburton, the one who he fits with, and you don't trade Fox, who didn't really want to be there, he finally got rid of Buddy Hill after, like, three years. And then it's like you still you still don't know how to manage a rotation. Yeah. Like, they just never figured out the deep. Like, this team was, like, was a year removed, two years removed from being the worst defense in NBA history. Them and the fucking Trailblazers, oh God, one of the yeah. worst defenses in the league. Was like, it really in NBA history, though? Yeah, it was bad. It was really Jesus bad. Christ, I it was that really bad. bad. Yeah. I remember just hearing the stats over and over. I was like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> I mean, like, who in their starting lineup can give you legit defense? I mean, Holiday's Holiday's their best defender in their starting lineup. Yeah. That's so sad. I mean, he's a good – he's a solid defender, but that he's not a number one defender. for Exactly. And I don't mind them. Like, listen, like, Holiday can start. I don't have a problem with him starting. But it just goes back to – like, it's either, like, are you focusing on Mitchell's development? And if if not, why the fuck did you make the pick? Like, this is what, like, I, like I said, I'm trying to make sense of it, but you're still not making sense of it. Why did you bring in, Tiva, uh, why did you bring in Dante if you're not going to start him? You know? Yeah. Unless you figure out he's going to start later on this season. This dude was, is going to be on an expiring deal at the end of the year. I think you if you owe it to yourself, if you're going to pay him at the end of the year, you should probably fucking figure out whether or not he's a long-term piece. And probably by doing that, you should make him start. Because I don't think you just trade. I, 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 they traded there in that trade. Um, what's it called? The later trade on deadline day. They mm-hmm. traded. Uh, they traded Bagley for like, for like a bag of shit. Like. It was, yeah, I mean, it really was. I mean, like honestly, they threw away the first round. Like they threw away their what was it? The second he was the second overall pick, right? The second overall pick, yeah. Yeah. So like at the same time, I'm just trying to make sense of it. I'm just I'm trying so hard, man. Because I what was it? Was it really Bagley for freaking Trey Lyles? Was that the trade? No, it was like a huge. There was a bunch of people because like Ibaka was involved too to go to yeah. uh, the box. It was a huge like. Five team trade or fourteen trade or something. Yeah, fourteen like trade. I see. Yeah. So, but like, I, I, the Kings, like one of their like their issues are are spacing and and like, at least paint defense and like Metu's like not even getting minutes anymore, even though he's probably their best paint defender this season aside from Holmes. But I don't know what what's wrong with Holmes this year, and um, like you know Divincenzo, who's probably their best shooter at this point. Yeah, like there's no, and he, even that, if Divincenzo's your best shooter, dude, like that's also a problem. He, you gotta have a legit like floor spacer, yeah, in in this league, or at least if you have like three Divincenzos with with Fox and Sabonis, that's fine. But just one is not enough. Yeah, I did like the Mo Harkless starting does make sense. Yeah, like um, like Trey Lyles shouldn't even get minutes. I Barnes should be on the bench. I think he'd do so much damage there. You get know, legitimate. Funny? What Barnes is their best spacer. I think he's shooting 40 close to 40 percent oh, this year. Yeah, he's not yeah. I'm pretty sure he's shooting really well this year. This year, yeah, he's at 40 percent from three. How many yeah. attempts is he taking though? I think he's taking a good amount. Okay, that's fair. Then I guess start him then. Yeah, yeah, he's at one point out of four points. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, he's a he's at like I don't oh, mind him. I Holiday. forgot. I remember he started the year off at like average like 27 points. Yeah. Yeah, like the yeah. first like set games he was going. People on fire. Fire. he was they were on fire, but yeah, you know. yeah. So I I'm gonna give them the off season because I think that's where we're gonna have to see how this team is molded with Sabonis with Fox. What the hell they do with like guys like Dante Divincenzo, 
uh, Holmes. Like they got to figure out what to do. They just paid Holmes, and now he's not even like there's days where he doesn't start. I don't get that. Yeah. So like, I need a direction, Sacramento. That's all I'm asking. I need to know where you're going. Is it? Are you going to tra- like if you're trying to go in with this core, which it seems like you are? You need to find yourself or start somebody at the better at the two than like holiday. I mean, or you slide him down to the three. He's big enough to play the three as well. So he's more of a three though in today's league. He's yeah. a bigger guy at them. I don't mind the big lineups, but like oh, he's, he's six, six. So I guess, yeah. Yeah. Like he's perfect to play the, you, you can play either or, but like, like, I just need you to figure it. I need you to find where you want to go. That's all I need mm. to, I need you to figure it out. Uh, any la- more thoughts on the Kings before we move on? Um, no, I just hope they make a good draft pick. They can use a center. No, they actually no, they have like, yeah, they have can, two dependent. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's know. what I'm saying. Yeah, you you committed yeah. to. I, I'm sure people like Holmes. Like it's not like yeah, he's a good center. He fits with Sabonis too because he does all the dirty work that Sabonis doesn't do on defense. I just think you sacrifice spacing if you play them together. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you, that's why you have a two and three, four. And, like, Fox has to be a better shooter, too. I'm like, I'm not going to take anything off him. Like, he's not this bad of a shooter. Like, he he has had a good shooting season before, so he can do it again. Mm. And Sabonis can at least be respectable, so. All right, so uh, we can move on to the Spurs. The Spurs oh, are the yeah. second team, man. So, like, after, after like, I guess the Kawhi, after Kawhi leaving, how many years has it been, man? How many years? I mean, DeRozan was pretty exciting, but then after he left, it's like <laughs> even then with DeRozan, man, like where were they going realistically no. with that team? Like what, <laughs> they what were the they? Once, they, lost, yeah, they lost. they lost. They lost in what seven games to Denver, right? That was a good series, but yeah, it was a good series. That was the Derek White series too. People forget that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they lost to Denver, and then they I, what? They didn't make the playoffs one of the years, and then last year they lost in the play-in, right? Uh yeah yeah to Memphis next year uh yep in nine in twenty twenty and twenty one yeah yep so they didn't like, qualify nineteen twenty yeah so like this is a team that like is notorious for not for not tanking and granted they their CV their resume doesn't suggest that they should because you know about all the championships they've won in the past twenty years so you know they usually get a pass but how many years. Logan, do they get the pass? You know, like how many years can we list RC Buford and Greg Popovich to lead this team away? Because like, listen, like Pop isn't getting any younger. This team's core is like, I think we both, we both like DeJounte Murray. I think he is a, I think he's a star. I just don't think he's a guy. He's like a primary number one where like, like let's, Let's hitch everything to DeJounte, and I think we can get to somewhere because, I don't know, maybe maybe with White gone, and that's what they're thinking. But, like, what is the direction of this team, man? I'm looking at the roster right now. It's like like DeJounte Murray is obviously a star. I mean, he – like, I, I was just telling Steve before we started recording, I had no idea he's averaging tw- like basically a triple-double. I mean, yeah. 29 and 8 was really good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Vassell's picked it up. He's another – like, they have some young dudes. Like, Kelvin Johnson, Vassell, and Murray are all good. But – and Pirtle had a um, – Pirtle definitely uh, improved this season. Um, but I'm looking at their bench. I mean, Josh Richardson, Keita, Bates, Diob, Zach Collins. Like, you need to get better guys to fill that role out. Yeah, like I'm looking at this team now. It's not like they're not hopeless, like the Kings at least, like because their front office is actually not bad. Um, I'm not sure if Pop is going to stay on after this year. I think he will, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like Doug McDermott, what's he getting? Like 42 million? Was it? I can pull up the numbers. I don't know why. They, I mean, I guess I see why they pay. No, they're not going to pay anyone else, but um. I, I want to see what they do in the draft. They have to. They they can't draft dudes like Josh Primo and then have him at the fourth string point guard. You know, you have to get someone who can help you now. Like Primo might be good in a couple of years on the line, but if you have a, a lottery pick, you don't waste it on a guy like Primo who you can get in the second round. You know, I have heard that he was supposed to. He's he was going to be a guy that you that was going to be if he went back to Alabama. Was it Alabama? Right? He was that he was from. He was at a high school, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he went to Alabama. 
Primo? Primo. I don't think he was out of high school. I think he went to Alabama. Oh, you're right. Yeah, one year he was yeah. in Alabama. I've heard, oh, I've heard during the draft analysis with him that he if he had stayed at Alabama for another year, that he would have been a, he would have gone top ten in this year's draft. This year I could well this year, yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. I feel so, like top five is kind of meh, but yeah. So people were thinking that like, okay, so like the Spurs are getting ahead of themselves so that way they can start training this kid now rather than wait another year, which makes that's cool, but you don't use a 13th pick on that guy. He's not gonna go in the first round or anything. You can trade down or something, you know. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I'm just saying, like, that was the rationale behind their thinking. Like, they said that, like, let's get this kid a year early into our system before anybody else does. I don't think they wanted – I think if they want – if people knew they were going to trade back and that rumor came out about Primo, I think they were afraid that he was going to get – he was going to be taken by somebody else. I think that was what they were afraid of. That's why they took him so high. I mean, that's fair. I mean, if his potential is there, it's fine. But, like, at least in this year's draft for the, the Spurs, I mean, they this is what their second straight year of, of like losing out. They have to get someone who can help them now. Like, uh, I'm not sure what pick they would, I don't even know what seed they are. What are they, like 12 or something? Yeah, they're like, they're, I think, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're above Sacramento. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's even worse. They're, they're like, they're, they're, a, they're even, they're more of a mess and they're still better than Sacramento. I, I, I don't think that I don't think they're a mess. I just think that like the roster is like it's too young and they don't really have a yeah, they're 12. <laughs> they're one game ahead. Yeah. I I don't think the roster is a mess. I just think that they need to figure out like is is Jazanti the guy we're gonna hitch our uh like our ride to? Is Keldon Johnson like our long-term future at the four? I think it is. Is there a star? Like, is there a guy you could build, like, this team around? Yeah, I don't, none of these guys are, like, legit superstars to me. Like, Murray is the closest, but, like, at best is, a mid, like, low to mid-tier all-star. Yeah, I think that's what, that's what scares me about San Antonio's, like, uh, like present slash future is who is the guy you're truly trying to build the team around? Like, they whiffed on, like, Lonnie Walker. Like, Lonnie is not even, like, I don't even know if he's getting consistent minutes anymore. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, try, that, I'm trying to see who they draft in the in the. Um, I don't see anyone. Oh, they're 19 in this mock draft. Oh, there's seven. Oh, so the mock draft has them getting uh, a, a power forward, Nikola Jovic, who's like, he uh, he's basically Jokic. He can score inside and out and passes the passes the ball well. So that's. He they 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 just need a legit um, star. They're not going to get in free agency because no one's going to go to San Antonio. But yeah, like Doug McDermott can't be your you. Forty two million is too much for him. I'm sorry, he's just not worth that much. I just think that they they I, I'm pretty sure they just had to spend the money. I think yeah. There's no one else. I mean, I, I'm looking. There's no one. Everyone on this team is young or washed. I mean, like Josh Richardson is definitely washed. Zach Collins. I don't even know who if he's doing good this year. No, I think like he just Peyton. came back from injury too. Again, yeah. Every time I look up, he's injured. So like, at this point, it's it's kind of like washed. Like yeah. Bates Diop is he's all right, I guess. I don't know. They just they they need um they need more like legit. They need more younger like higher potential players. Yeah. So like we can see like something we can see like look at OKC like even though they're they're garbage we see they have a million picks and they have shy and and dort so you know there's some giddy giddy looks good giddy i can't forget yeah and and giddy and man like they have a legit squad right there yeah like like those guys yeah those guys make sense like that's why they're not in our that's why they're not in purgatory like they i mean they understood the assignment a little bit too (laughs) (laughs) to the point where they wouldn't play uh shy some games or even dort (laughs) Dort. (laughs) yeah so i mean but with them I understand. Like, it makes sense to me. Like, if you're going to yeah. make, if you're going to have SGA and Giddy as, like, your future backcourt, Trey Mann off the bench is, like, a, a plug-in score. Like, that works. That makes fucking sense to me. <clears throat> I, I can't yeah. say the same for this Spurs team because, like, yes, either. they're they're young, but, like, do you have, like, do you have another, who's the, who's the secondary score on that team? 
Like, I don't know. Like, guys are good and guys can attack on dribbles. Guys can pull up for three. But, like, there isn't a guy that, like, screams, like, I understand they play a system. But, like, at some point, there has to be a guy who stands out who you can build a system around. Are you building it around DeJounte? Are you building it around Keldon? Are you building it around Primo when he eventually, maybe next year, takes a, a, a small leap? Like, who is the guy you're building? Is it around Vassell? Who is the guy you're building this team around? Yeah, it's just um with this with the Spurs, like they had Tim Duncan all those years, then Kawhi after. So there's like a even if you you're building a system, I wouldn't say it was necessarily around those two, but they were they were like excelling in their craft within a, a certain system. Uh-huh. Like they were it's kind of like they're building it with those two, like um to match them. Like they're getting teammates who fit their play style, they're moving the ball around a certain way to to manage theirs. Like Kawhi would get to his spot, same with Tim Duncan. But here it's like they don't have that. Like, I think you need, aside from point guard, you need someone who can legitimately score the ball in an efficient way for this team to be good. Like, you can't have, like, um, like um, I don't know, Victor Oladipo would be horrible on this team. You know, someone who just takes shots after shot after shot. You need someone who's, like, an efficient scorer who can take over games and, you know, play defense and all that. Because that's what Tim Duncan and Kawhi were. They're, like, just basically these elite two-way players who can do everything. I and I think DeJounte fits a lot of the stuff you say, but I just don't, like, I don't know if he's a scorer. Like, he is a good player, and he gets his points, and he facilitates, like, well. But I don't know if he is the guy. Like, yeah, he's the I'm guy I'm going to at the end of a game. Maybe, but, like, I don't know. Is he the guy? Like, is he the guy you're building the team around? That's I, I will say, yeah. That's the no, question. I agree, I agree. I think that is the question to ask at the end of the offseason. Like, is him and Vassell as our backcourt with Keldon Johnson and I guess Yako Pertle? I don't know if Yako Pertle is going to be on this team long term, but like, is those mm. guys, oh, those four, you're building blocks and this is how we're going to build this shit. Like, is that the real question? That's what I think the offseason is for. Because yeah. currently constructed, they're not even good enough to get into the play in. Like, isn't they're that not. so I mean, crazy? If you look at the Ross, it's really not that bad except for like three or four. Like, Bates, Diab, Collins, and Richardson got to go. Like, take those three off the bench. Put in – like, if Pirtle was off the bench with – McDermott and Pirtle were on your bench, and you had a legit, like, young center, like, I don't know, like – um, like Sengun. That's a good example. They, yeah. If they if they had drafted Sengun and drafted Primo with the pick they got Wisecamp – like, Wisecamp's not even the rotation. Yeah. That's a waste of a pick, man. Like, you got to – these picks are valuable. Primo definitely could have gotten with that Wisecamp pick because no one was going to take him. Dude, I was at draft night. When Primo got drafted, everyone was like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, I've never heard of – everyone was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Like, no one knew – I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a good player, but you easily could have gotten him later in the draft. You didn't need to get him in the, the 13th pick. If they had Sengun, that solves half their issue. He's he's at least, like, you know, a, a, a solid role player for now who can develop into, like, some kind of star. Maybe not a superstar, but something, you know? Yeah. I definitely wish I was at the draft where guys were like, yo, what the fuck? Why, who the fuck is this guy? Who is John Primo? Yeah. Once the Raptors got Scotty Barnes, and that's a good pick now. Did you, did you see his halftime stats last night? Yeah, dude. Was he at 26? Oh, 26, right? Oh, tw- yeah. one, of, one of those two. I was like, what the hell, man? How many did he drop in the night? I don't know. I I, I like I, I just like passed out afterwards. <laughs> he's uh, here 28. That's it? Yeah, 28, 16, 4, did, 5 steals though. Jesus. Did they I think because they yeah, they blew them out. Blew it was out, 133 yeah. to 97. <laughs> Still, that's really good though. Um oh yeah. But, yo, yo, but, where's yeah, Ben like, Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he play last night? No, he's not even there. Oh my god. There we go. Play, bro. Yo. I don't know. They're like, oh, he's injured. injured. It's like, yo, you're getting blown out by at home. (laughs) Hey, Toronto's not that bad, though, right? No, I agree. I agree. If it was like if if it was like the magic that blew you out, that would have been terrible. I feel like they got blown out by a bad team before the Nets. They probably have. I mean, they lost what 11 straight. Yeah. They were losing. Uh, They were losing some bad games, man. This oh. this schedule doesn't get. They play the the Raptors again, and then they play the Heat. I don't think this year is a year for the Nets. Um, well, do you general. see their? Have you seen the schedule? I'm looking at it right now. It's Raptors. Oh my, Heat, yo, Celtics. where is? 
<laughs> Where's this win coming from? I guess it's the Knicks. <laughs> the Hornets, they can win. The Knicks, they can win. The, the Magic, they can win later on. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're going to be like a 7-8 seed probably if Simmons doesn't come back soon. Do you think they keep slipping? Can they fall out of the play? I mean, if Kyrie's not going to play half the games, like, like, dude, they play, they play Miami. He can't play, play, he can't play in Toronto. He can't play. He, yeah, that too. He can't play the next two games. He can't right? play. Yeah, he can't play at home. He can and play then, in Boston. Can he play in Boston? He can play in Boston. He can play okay, he in can Charlotte. Charlotte. He can play in Philadelphia, but he can't play in New York. So what is that? Three <laughs> games he can't play in the world. I just want to see. I'm going to see Nets and some – California team in the finals. That'd just be so funny to me. You can't play a single game. I mean, they had Eric Adams with that mandate the other day. I mean, talking yesterday, I think, or a day before about how they were going to lift um, what's it called? Lift that mandate on March something. Wait, I, I thought I saw uh, Brooklyn's, I think, mayor saying if he lifts the mandate, uh, it's not a good precedent to set or something. Yeah, I think yeah, I that's really what, it, but... yeah, like Eric uh, Eric Adams, the the mayor was saying like, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he said it's not a good. He said he wasn't going to. I thought right. He said he's uh, he's going to be lifting its the indoor vac. Uh, what's it called? The indoor vaccine mandate. But Kyrie still won't be able to play like home games. Wait, why? Because uh, I think it's the workplace mandate. So like. I think employees from a private sector still have to be vaccinated. I think that's what. Oh, that okay. Is. But he technically could go watch the games if he wants to as a spectator. That's kind of. <laughs> I'm just okay, telling I mean... you what it is, man. Yeah, I'm just telling you what it is. Yeah, look, that makes so no sense. Adam right. Adam said he's planning to lift the city's requirement to show proof of vaccination for indoor activities such as dining, attending gyms and entertainment facilities for those ages five and older starting March 7th, so. Yeah, what if Kyrie just plays with an N95 mask on the whole time? Oh, my God. <laughs> he plays with a mask on, gloves and shit. And still, and still cooking people out there. <laughs> oh, man, be funny. Um, um, all right, yeah. next team, yeah, next the Lakers. Team. You want to start? Do you want me to start? Uh, You can start this one. So I'm playing basketball on a Monday night, right? It's mm-hmm. like 10 o'clock. We usually, our guys usually run till 1030. So mm-hmm. one of the guys we're playing with, he was like, he was like, uh, we had 11 people, right? So he, he mm-hmm. was one of the guys that sat down and he's a Laker fan. And he was like, yo, I, <laughs> I think I'm going to go home and watch the Laker game. And all of us look at him. We're like, yo, what the fuck? What do you mean you're going to go watch the Lakers? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, peace out, guys. And he left, right? He left. Mm-hmm. And I told the guys, I was like, I'm coming after this fucking dude if they lose. And they get blown out. <laughs> was that the Pelicans game? Yeah, it was the Pelicans game. Oh, my game. God. Like, are you serious? You went to go watch them get blown out by the Pelicans. <laughs> They almost lost by 30, man. That's so bad. Dude, I think it's the game where, like, the fans are talking shit to LeBron and Trevor Ariza, <laughs> DeAndre Jordan through the court. He got a wave after that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I heard. I think the game was on ESPN, I believe, and you just hear <laughs> Richard Jefferson go, Whoa, <laughs> as the ball <laughs> soars through the air and hits <laughs> like a spectator on the, on the bench. Oh, man. oh my god, dude, this Bro, team is oh a fucking god. disaster. Like, we talk about the Knicks being a disaster. Well, when we talk about the Lakers, this team had aspirations <laughs> of making like the finals, and I don't even know if oh they're god. gonna make. The, like I don't know if they'll get out of the first round, man. Dude, I hate. I oh my god, I really thought this team was gonna be good, but Jesus Christ, I didn't think they'd be this bad. They're. I mean, oh lord, they're so bad. They have. They have Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan. Oh, well, not anymore, and, DeAndre. And, well, no, I'm just I, I'm, in, the, <laughs> in the game they have those two, and you have LeBron. You only get 38 rebounds as a team. And you have three dudes who can grab four dudes if you include Russell Westbrook, who can legit get bored and you get 38. <laughs> I mean, look, look at this seven to 34 from three. 
Oh, why didn't you go? Why didn't they trade for Buddy Hield, man? They clearly want to shoot threes and shit. Why? Why didn't they do that? Who, honestly, what was LeBron thinking when he thought Westbrook would would be good here? This did, is I'm curious. Did they not have a conversation? Like, did, did LeBron not say, "Bro, don't play the same way you played in Houston and Washington"? Like, because we're not gonna fly with that shit. Like, what? What was that conversation like? <laughs> so I remember. I remember the very first game of the season they lost to Golden State. LeBron uh, was like saying, "Oh, Westbrook, he's um, he's taking it. He's too hard on himself. He needs to like take it easy." And then we're like, fast forward a couple months. Here we are, like just a shitty team with like no accountability and no no discipline nothing like this team is this team is pathetic i'm I'm sorry they're worse than the knicks i'm saying yeah, it right now i i agree they because of the expectation that team has on its uh, on themselves and they know dude there was a video of genie boss who left like the third quarter it's bad man it's, it's really, really bad, bad. yeah to get rid they got to get rid of horton tucker he does not fit him like austin reeve should be getting more minutes than horton tucker um russ has got to go i don't know like that he's he's been having to go i'm just imagining what would i if that houston la trade really went through right like horton tucker and russ for christian wood and john wall like how much better this team could especially with davis out dude imagine christian wood on this team with lebron and freaking john wall who actually wants to play the game (laughs) i can't say the same about the rest of these fucks Oh my God! Fucking that, Trevor Ariza's useless. Carmelo fell off. Trevor, you, <laughs> you, Trevor Ariza was saying, "Who are you, bitch?" To like one of the fans. <laughs> oh my God! So much shit. I was like, "Bro, shut the fuck up, man." This is this is, this is worse than LeBron. You know, if you take Russell Westbrook off, I think this team would dead be better. Like I'm like just don't if you just don't play Russell Westbrook, I bet you they'd be much better. Cause like we've seen LeBron carry like that 17-18 team with LeBron, dude. That supporting cast was almost as bad as this. Like if you take out um Russ, and we see what he can do when he has full control. But when you have Russ, who's like a negative on the court, like that's just it's. I can't imagine how frustrating it is to win. You know what? I'm gonna go. I might be out of pocket saying this, but I actually think KD made the right decision going to the Warriors. Just because, like, the shit he had to deal with with Russ all those years, with, like, the shot-making and the turnovers and everything, and he just wants a ring because he deserved it. I'm honestly going to rewatch that 2012 finals. I want to see, did they lose because Miami was too good, or did they lose because Russ was just a a bonehead? Because, like, I don't know. A little bit of both. I didn't watch that finals, but, like, because I didn't watch basketball at the time, but still, it's, like, like I've liked Russ for so long, but now it's just it's really it's it's a, a broken record for saying this, but I really would have thought he would have changed something this late into the season. For uh, how he's what he's been in the league since two thousand eight. He he's been in what is he? He's an MVP. He's one. He's almost been MVP twice. Like he's ever triple double for God knows how many years. This dude's like a Hall of Famer, but why can't he just put it together to get a championship? Like, that's the only thing missing from his resume. And he still can't sacrifice his game just to get a ring. And, like, it's the attitude. It's, it's that same shitty attitude. Like, when um, when he got benched in the fourth, it's like, oh, I, I would have been out there doing my best. Really? Because you guys have been losing the last couple of games anyway. <laughs> or, like, how he's saying, I'm just do- – I've been doing everything they told me to do. It's like, are they telling you to jack up long twos and, like, take the airball threes and shit? Like, that's not what they're – they want you to play within the offense. So play within the offense, bro. Dude, and you know what's funny? They don't even need to be a good floor spacing team. Like when they won the championship in 1920, they were not that good of a space. They they didn't hit open threes all the time. Like they only they had like what two or three shoot like legit shooters on that team. They were a team that played like hard nosed defense and scored in transition. Like there's no there's like it's it's a completely it's a complete shell of itself from what they used to be. Yeah, and like it sucks because LeBron's really only got three years left because he's he said it himself. He's retiring when Bronny comes in the league, and that's about two three years from now. So like, you know, he if he really wants to like cement his legacy, he's got to win. And he's I, I, does he need to know. win? I don't know if he needs to win, well, but like he can't do 30, this dude. shit like this. But he's this. he's averaging twenty nine points. Like you know, he clearly he's he's the only bright spot on the team. Agreed. Agreed. If he averaged like 20 points, then you know what? LeBron's probably like, fuck it. Like, I don't care anymore. Then I'm like, you know what? Whatever. They don't care. But like, he's putting in the work. 
you know, at 37. It just sucks to see, like, like it's basically 1v15 out there on the court <laughs> with the Lakers. Bro, I think at the same time with this team, it's just – this is why, like, I – you can't – like, I can't feel sorry for LeBron because he helped make the yeah, fucking roster. You can't – like, there's who – like, I can't blame Rob Palenka and fucking Clutch and LeBron are like, nah, I need you, bro, to trade for Russell Westbrook. Like – I don't know what I, I want to know. There the was already a trade in place. Like Plinko already had a trade in place to bring in Buddy Heald. Like that team would have been fine. I think that. Oh, would've dude, they would have kept KCP, the Buddy Heald, everything. They would have been defense and three point shooting. They would have, they literally would have been the one seed this year. Uh, yeah, I think they definitely would have had a shot to, even with AD going down with his injuries, I think they would have been still, okay. they'd be fine. I think yeah. it would have been fine. But now look, now you're fucked. Oh my god, this is just and, and do the Kings get a benefit from that too? But we're not gonna talk about the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's sad that um the Lakers have fallen this low. Like the team, like Kendrick Nunn hasn't even showed up yet. What the hell is happening with him? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like what injury does it has his injury that bad? Like it, I think it's everyone like was saying like it, he'll be back shit. in like a month. Yeah, I don't know. Some shit was I thought it was a bone bruise. Something like that, yeah. He he's another guy who would have given them like quality minutes for them. I, it's just I don't know, man. It's it's um, yeah, they're they're done. I, I, they're not even if they make the play. I don't even think they're gonna make, they're gonna win the playing game, like because LeBron could give fifty points, they'll still somehow lose because Russ is gonna have some turnover or like someone's just not gonna hit their shots. Whatever the case is, there's no defense being played. Oh man, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Tonight they play the uh, the Mavs. Then they play the Clippers. Then it's the Warriors, Spurs, Rockets, Wizards, Suns, Raptors, Wolves. They're not beating. They're not beating Dallas. You see, you see Dallas going state the other night. Yeah, shout out to Dallas. Man. Yeah, shout out to I Dallas. saw a bunch of Instagram comments saying Dallas won the trade. Oh what? The Porzingis one. Oh my god. Yeah. Now I just worry about like I just hope Luca doesn't burn himself out for playoffs. I think that's what yeah, I'm worried about. He's playing like crazy right now. It's too bad, right? Like, I think it's too late because like I think he could I mean it would have been one of our other topics if he was gonna make a shot to make MVP. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean we'll get to that in a minute, but yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know. I, I kind of just ranted with the Lakers. I really thought they'd do better this year. I don't I, I just don't like seeing when one guy gives it his all, but it's fucked over by like everybody else. And one dude who's like um trying to cement his legacy, you know. I understand. I, I understand. It's just yeah, I just it's just wasted effort at that point. I understand that, Logan, but at the same time, the guy helped make the fucking yeah, roster. I, I, that's also true. Like, yeah, that's the only why reason I can't feel bad for him, man. But at the same time, I mean it's just that Russ. He, as much as we say he doesn't fit, he can fit. That's the problem. Like, he actually, this team should be way better than it is. Agreed. Like, they have the talent. They're, they're not a not talent. Like, you know, Ariza is like, he, uh, he's actually old. But, like, you know, you got like, <laughs> you got like, like Austin Reeves has been pretty good. You have Malik Monk. You have um like Melo Dwight. Stanley Johnson has been solid for them, honestly. Like, they have due. And if Russ just fits that role, that's a he's, a he's a perfect number two for um uh LeBron in terms of LeBron not needing to like you know be uh the entire offense every possession you know Russ can kind of handle if you know he doesn't uh try to score or do something like stupid every time he gets the ball or at least play defense or something this, this team should be a trend like should be insane in transition but they're not yeah you know like Wade great Gabriel they just signed him Wenyan Gabriel. <laughs> Wayne Gabriel, Yo. I think. Wayne, yeah. Was he on was he on the Blazers? Yes, yeah. Dude, yeah. I remember in the, in that bubble series with the Lakers, it was just one pregame thing. They were just like talking about Wenyan Gabriel, like he was like the first pick in the draft or some shit. And they're showing him like do shots, telling his whole backstory. I'm like, who the hell is it? He got like no minutes in the playoffs. Why are we talking about this guy? Lakers side former rival big man five star prospect. <laughs> That's what I mean. Rival the fuck <laughs> because he was on the Clippers. The Clippers oh barely used God. this guy. Okay. 
Yeah, 2.3 points in six games. Dude, all this article talks about is where he... <laughs> Yo, Gabriel is a former five-star recruit, high school recruit who had offers from a number of college programs, including Kansas, Notre Dame, Duke, Virginia, and Maryland. The big man played two seasons at Kentucky, averaging 5.7 points, 5.1 rebounds, and one block, while shooting 36.7% from long range at 20.3 minutes per game. How about what he's done at the NBA? Is this, is this bro? guy a meme or something? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. I'm reading this last sentence. During his sophomore year, Gabriel became more of a key figure for Kentucky's success, tallying six points and five rebounds. That's a key. That's a key figure for success. Six points. Uh, why are they trying to hype him up like this? That's what I'm saying. What is this? A meme or something? Like I swear, the the like the Wikipedia page and then like the announcers, like when he was like warming up, like who is this guy, bro? This guy is he's undrafted. Yeah, undrafted in 2018. <laughs> he's 20... like 24 years old. <laughs> Why are they trying to hype him up like he's like a, he's like a rookie? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he, he had one good stint with the G League, and that's it in his entire career. I'm looking; I don't see a single thing that's highlight worthy. Yo, oh my this... god! I remember in that bubble series, it was just like, yeah, he made it. He made his debut for the Blazers, going over three from the floor, one rebound, one assist, and one block. And guess who they beat the freaking Lakers too. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a rival already. He's a rival, bro. Yep, that's that's that sums up the Lakers, man. They have puff yeah. pe- <laughs> they have puff pieces about two-way contract guys. <laughs> Trying to hype them up as if they're prospects coming into the league now when they've been in the league. Who wants to hype up? Four years, man. Four years. Wait, who else did they hype up? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, that this is, <laughs> article was designed, I don't know, by heavy.com or something like that. Was designed. What are to, these, these random ass people just hyping up this random dude? And it's actually getting attention. That. that this shit is blasphemous. I may have to put this in the chat. This is some. When you. <laughs> This is some some shit, man. I, I do like the DJ Augustine signing though. They really should have gone for yeah. I, I I like that too. I like that. That's a good, I, like I mean, he's not he's not gonna help them anymore, but because of you know he's not that good, but he's a solid backup. Did they drop uh, Kendrick Nunn? No, I don't think so. I think he's making too much money for them to just to uh, to just like, uh, wave. Mm, okay, he's probably yeah. just out then. I guess. Yeah. Dude, even Kendrick Nunn, he he was he was undrafted. But I bet you he had a better college career than freaking Wendy Gabriel. Yeah, I, I I like Kendrick Nunn though, but I, it's just sad that he's been injured this whole time. Oh shoot, he was really good in college. He averaged twenty six points, um, second to Trey Young, uh, in that in the year that in seventeen eighteen. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, yeah. Lakers are Lakers are, are they they and the thing is they don't even have draft picks, so they're fucked big time. Yeah, they're fucking garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to say about the Lakers? No, I'm let's done. move on. Like, I, I don't yeah. know if they're, they're going to figure this shit out. Like, LeBron yeah. teams around this time are supposed to be peaking, and they're supposed to find some type of continuity by this point. But, like, this is the opposite of that. This is chaos. Yeah, they're excited for signing Wenyan fucking Gabriel. So, yeah. Oh, dude, that fucking article is bad. Like, I, I can't believe a whole article about that. Too. How did they hype this dude out? They were talking about his college offers. <laughs> He's drafted in 28. No, he wasn't even drafted. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Oh my god. Waiting, Gabriel. If you're hearing this, no disrespect. <laughs> no, it's it's not his fault. It's just why are we hyping him up? What did he do? Yeah, he hasn't done anything. Why are we hyping up where he got potential college offers to go? <laughs> Even the Wikipedia was like, oh, he was a five-star prospect. He was ranked 14th on ESPN's top 100. I'm like, yo, if you look up like any other, like, if I look up Cole Anthony, they're not going to show that shit because it doesn't matter. It's years ago. And like, you're in the league already. It doesn't, it doesn't matter where you were in high school. It, it's, it's what he's just, 
Watch him go off. That's all I'm going to say. Watch him average like 15 and 8 or some shit like that. Damn. If he's averaging 15 and 8, what would the other team be doing? <laughs> what are the other teams doing? All um, right. All right. We ready to move on? Yes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm ready to move on. The Washington Wizards, my friend, after oh my making a blockbuster trade for Kristaps yeah. Porzingis, have found themselves in our category for NBA purgatory. And I'd just like to know this. If they pay Bradley Beal that Supermax contract, what are they going to do? Because, like, clearly this roster isn't good enough. And I don't oh. know what direction they're going to go in. Is their starting point guard Raul Nito? Yes. You know, he's actually not a bad dude, but he's not he's, a starting guard. Yeah. And why did they get rid of Aaron Holiday? Because they're it just makes it makes less team, sense. Bro. Yeah, but there's no who's that? What Cassius Winston's your backup point guard now? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm trying. What's our depth chart? I'm actually curious right now. Yeah. Oh, Ish. Oh, they have Ishmael there. I forgot about that. Look, uh, Denny Abdia. I don't know how he's been doing. Kis, the Kisper is starting now, which is kind of. I actually don't mind that. I like Kisper. Um yeah. They have. So they, they, their starting lineup is Nito, Caldwell Pope, Kisper, Kuz, and Porzingis, Gafford on the bench, and Thomas Bryant's like a, a nowhere, like he's not even being used anymore. Uh, I got Yo, I don't get it. Why did, Vernon Carey Jr. and Thomas Bryant, why, like, why do they, they have way too many bigs. Now look at it. Yeah. I got uh, Denny's stats. You want to hear him? What? 23, 23.6 minutes played, 7.7 points, 44% for the field, 31% from downtown. Oh, uh, Thomas Bryant? No. Uh, Deddy. Advia. Advia. Oh, that's... 5.2 rebounds, 1.6 assists. How many minutes again? Like you said, 23? 23.6. 20, that's not... I mean, he was a ninth pick in the draft, but that's not terrible, you know? It's not great. But for the ninth pick, though, I don't know if he's going to pan yeah, out. I don't he, know about that. He's he a lot. That's a lot of pick. Yeah. He might be a bust because he just... He's so this is the wrong team to go to for him because like he a lot of people were saying he's like a bigger version of Luca and I could actually he he reminds me of this sounds weird but Luca and Ben Simmons combined just because like when I looked at his like highlights like he was he's actually sneakily athletic like he can really get out in transition and score and his passing is solid like it's getting there. How but, about I, I I've got a better comp. How about a Gordon Hayward? Can he be like yeah, Gordon Hayward? One. I think Gordon Hayward could be is is a good he's a good player. Like if you're getting Gordon yeah. Hayward with like the ninth overall pick, I think it's not bad. No, no, that's good. But like you know, he's just Gordon Hayward's also an average like six point seven points too. Yeah, yeah. I think the comp I'm saying is good. Yeah, I just think like good. what he, but I also think he's not getting like consistency in terms of touches or like like. Now that they've gotten rid of this, like they've gotten rid of Spencer and Bertans, they should have opened up some more time for these guys. Like you need to figure out whether or not you should be building around Rui. You have to figure out how you have to build around Denny. And then you have all these role players. Like you have KCP still. You have, well, Harold's gone, but they have Kuz still. Like, I don't know what the direction of this team is going to be, especially if you end up paying Bradley Beal like that Supermax contract. Then you definitely don't know, like definitely can't make moves unless you trade your young guys. Do you see where are Kuzma's you going? Last two games. What's up? Do you see Kuzma's last two games? Yeah, he was he's going yeah, off. Jesus, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was this is but this is the thing with Kuz. He had twenty six, then he had five points. Yeah, and he has thirty six after. Yeah. Then 34. You know he's just going to have another, like, five, six-point game after this. But, yeah, but look at, like, you look at the field, or, like, his uh, his shooting. Uh, his yeah, shooting, yeah, he's shooting uh, well. Like, he's shooting a lot, though. Like, look, he was oh, uh, that's what he is. 13 for 27, <laughs> 13 for 22. Like, yeah. he's shooting a lot. That's the thing with Kuz. He needs his shots to, like, produce. And if, like, it doesn't matter. 36, 34 points is good. But, like, is it really worth it? Like, are they winning? Is it worth it? Right, exactly. like if he's gonna take that many shots, is he leading them to some kind of victory? Yeah, I agree. I I just don't understand what is the point of like, uh, of like having to feed this guy. Like I like Kuz. Kuz like gets a bad rep from like I don't know because the Lakers like to 
pass blame on people that don't deserve it. No, it wasn't Kuz's fault last it year. It wasn't. It was not Kuz's fault that they were bad. He was a good player for the no, Lakers. No, people just don't get Kuz wasn't an off-the-ball guy. Like, he doesn't fit with LeBron and AD. He needs his touches to – like, he actually played well for his role, if we're being real. He had some yeah, bonus plays. It has. Like, like, for, like, the amount of shots he got – like his point per shot was relatively the same with LeBron AD. He just got less touches because you know LeBron AD is there. So, like you know, it it wasn't like he played horrible. Yeah. Um. But uh, what is uh? What's it called? Brad is Beal is Beal out the whole season? Yeah, he's done. Okay, I forgot. I'm trying to remember what what what, what his injury was. It's ah, uh, forgot what it is. The sur- it was an injury. Is a surgery, right? Yeah, he was. Right uh, okay. It's a torn scaffold. Like a minute, it's a left. It's left yeah, wrist. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was about to say, wait a minute. So, Beal and Porzingis is their top two players right now. Yeah. And I, I personally think Porzingis, he's not going to be, he's not going to be what he, uh, his original potential is. Like he's never going. His potential was like, uh, it's like Dirk with AD type uh, shot blocking. That's the best way I could put it. Like, cause he's more athletic than Dirk, but he can also he also scores very similar to him, you know, like handling and fadeaways and all that. And then after the injury, he's just been like a shell of himself. So I don't think Porzingis is going to be like their future's like, you know, corner piece with Beal. And honestly, I could see them trading Beal this offseason. May I tell you what he's eligible for? That's super bad. How much it is? How much is it? So he is eligible for five years. million. Dude, I hope he doesn't sign. I want him to go somewhere else, man. Because, like, think about it. This has got to be the last draw for him. They started off as the one seed (laughs) at one point. And then I remember I jokingly said, like, they're not going to maintain it. But I didn't think they'd fall to, like, 13 or 12 or something. Yeah, this is crazy. This drop-off has been wild, man. It's like Toronto and Washington just switched places. One went from being a terrible team to all of a sudden being good. One went from being good, just being a terrible team. Yeah. It's just like, and Vernon Carey is not getting any minutes. Thomas Bryant's not getting minutes. Like they have, they have, they, I think they have too many guys that don't need to be there. Like Sadaransky definitely doesn't have to be there. They should trade him somewhere else. They just um, signed him. I know, but why? He's not even playing that much. I think he literally just signed. Okay, on, on the rotation, he's like a third stringer. So I'm like, uh, all right. Like Anthony Gill, the f- all right. I don't know. This team is just uh I think they should just I think they should blow it up, honestly. Like they're 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 might as they have a better chance of blowing it up than to like win. Or at least not blow it up the way the retool. Have, but I think I think retool, retool is a, word, a perfect, yeah. like a perfect like we have talked about it for years about like Bradley Beal going to Boston. I think. Imagine if Tate, uh, if uh, if uh, Brown was there, like this team would have. Do you direction. think they're gonna trade? Do you think Boston wants to trade Jalen Brown after their winning streak, though? Because they managed to find a way to make them work. And I'll honestly, t- like Brown and Tatum, they could work. That's better than Beal and Tatum, just because they both like Brown. Brown could play defense. I'll tell you this: I think everything changes if they lose first round. Oh, who do they? Who would they? As of right now, who would they play first round? Like Philly or something? Yeah, <laughs> they play Philly first round. Good luck so with that. You tell me if does things. I think things de- things definitely change if they lose again first round. I think that does Bradley Beal really fix their issues? If they, no, no, if no. They... Listen, I I don't agree. I don't want Brad for NBA sake. I don't would want. I wouldn't want Boston to trade for him. I don't think he is a guy okay. that like. That they need. I don't think like I think their team is good. I just think they still need to find the the and it's a point uh, guard, yeah, Facilitator. yeah, point, which is hard. It is definitely hard to find even someone like that. Do that either. Yeah, yeah, like if maybe you know who that team could use. We already mentioned him earlier in one of our other purgatory teams. Imagine they had someone like Dejounte Murray instead of Derek White. Yeah, I think they're not going to get him, but yeah. yeah, they're not going to get him, but like. I think he would have been perfect for that Spurs team. Then they get the, the primary initiator who doesn't need to score because you have guys on the team who can score, who plays defense, mm-hmm. can probably hit an open three for you, attack closeouts, and knows how to set people up, man. Like, it's perfect. Mm. He's a, he does everything you want. And attack, and he's such a good defender at the point of attack. He's not just a good defender off the ball. On the ball, mm. you can guard any guard you want. Yeah. 
that that's yeah uh, that's true too um but either way for the wizards like if they i think they should trade bradley beal for someone i think they should uh kind of like what the clippers did when they had blake who just like you know wasn't they weren't really winning with them and then they eventually now have Kawhi and, and pg well they I did they, should... they did blake dirty though they did yeah yeah they, but i'm they... saying that i mean instead of like instead of signing a supermax like trade him you know, don't give him the wrong idea. Like, sign the Supermax. That, well, first of all, if he signs Supermax, you're not going to trade him. Because, like, they're not No one's going to trade him. Good solid defender. Nice passing. Prigioni up top. Harley Jr. puts it up. 